on compliance with the open meeting law, is anyone either audio or video uh, taping tonight's meeting? If so, please state your name and address and the reason for doing so. Is anybody in the audience doing that? Okay, all right. Anybody on Zoom doing that? How about the Republican? Are you folks doing that? Yes, no? Okay, all right. Uh, is that Western Mass News? Ty, is that you? Okay, all right. Um, okay, we'll move on. Okay, some housekeeping procedures. Um, cell phones, uh, they're great, but in a meeting, they need to be put on silent or muted. Um, when speaking, you'll be limited to three minutes. Um, please address the chair and please adhere to the time restraints. Uh, if you exceed that amount, um, I'm going to hit the gavel and we will either suspend the meeting or it will be called out of order and the meeting will stop. So um, we have a lot to do tonight, so please uh, be civil and stick to the time constraints, okay? All right, I think um, we're ready to roll here, all right? Okay, um, go ahead. Uh, could I make a motion to take item nine out of order? Okay, uh, yes, a motion made and seconded to take item nine out of order. Uh, Agnes, please call the roll. Valak here? Yes. Tania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay, all right, okay. Okay, so we're gonna take item nine out of order. And let me just see where the agenda page is here. Okay. okay. Item number nine. You want to just poll and see how many people are here for item nine? Because I don't see a lot of the people here that have contacted me about the food thing. There's some people here. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. What's that? Okay. What's that called? Okay. <laughs> Some of There's some over there, folks. So. Okay. Some over there, okay. All right. Okay, fine. All right. We'll, we'll get back. We'll get back. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're going to take item nine on order, and uh, I'll, read, I'll read that um, on the agenda. Be it ordered that the food bank appear before the zoning committee regarding concerns from residents. Uh, there was an invite to the meeting, uh, DPW superintendent, planning director, law department, Building Commissioner, Police Chief, and Fire Chief. Okay. Um, there's just some remarks I want to make before I open this up. Okay. This is going to be an informal meeting. Uh, the council, uh, in reference to uh, City Council, excuse me, is uh, does not have legal purview to uh, really uh, do anything with this meeting per se, uh, except to kind of listen to it. We have no legal standing. We do not have uh, involvement with either special permits or zone change applications. Uh, it's my understanding that there was a meeting uh, recently with the Conservation Commission and things were discussed there and um, Therefore, uh, conservation and planning and the building commission, this is really their ballywick, okay? 
So, and there is an enforcement order um, with the Conservation Commission. And it's my understanding that uh, November 1st, there's gonna be a continuance discussion on regarding the order of compliance. So um, again, we're here uh, for an information meeting. Um, so we're going to uh, let people speak. And um, again, um, there, there's things that are being done as we speak at the food bank in terms of finishing up the project. It's my understanding that the contractors, uh, they're involved with doing more work as we speak. I did. Um, I was out there yesterday. Again, they're doing more projects involved with that. But again, as I referenced earlier in my remarks, uh, on November 1st, uh, the Conservation Commission uh, is going to have uh, an additional hearing regarding this. And uh, there is an enforcement order that they have out. So uh, without further ado, just to um, I don't think there's anything else that I have in the file. So what I would like to do is. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman. Yes. If I could a minute. Um, I um, brought this forward uh, with uh, Councilor Krampitz. Uh, we were at the planning board meeting, if I could. We needed a place to put this. Um, the reason we brought it forward, uh, Councilor Krampitz has other reasons, but the reason I brought it forward, I attended that meeting and there was a lot of going back and forth about certain issues. And, we, and I understand we have no authority on any of those issues, right. but we do have the authority to help the neighbors uh, with their concerns. And that's why I decided to bring it forward. This is an open meeting with no, there is not gonna be no votes taken or nothing, but I think uh, the city council as a whole, and uh, I've spoken to the chiefs and engineering, all that, there's different opinions of what's being said. So I, I, I felt that it was good to bring before the city council us here and just talk about it and let the neighbors talk to us about their concerns and and have that just a dialogue that's all this is going to be dialogue is a dialogue and the, the point for me tonight is to take that dialogue and listen to them and and then when that's closed and we talk to some of the department heads is be able to say okay can we look into some of these ideas because i had some ideas i too went out there today and viewed it i know the landscaping but there's there's a lot more concerns and i feel for some of those people there and they need to be heard so that's why this was brought to this committee because it was just the committee to bring it to and I felt this was a good one to bring it to so and again concert Krampus supported me on that as a sponsor and that's why we're here tonight okay all right Councilor Flam thank you uh, Councilor Krampus uh, do you have some uh, remarks before I let department heads speak and then we're gonna let the public speak go ahead sir uh, I mean Councilor Flam kind of covered uh, most of it I mean I'm hoping that the uh, the, the uh, residents that live around the food bank uh, will, you know, within the three minutes that they're each allotted, uh, bring up their concerns and some of the ongoing issues. Uh, and I'll kind of you know, dovetail that uh, at the end, but I'd like them to, you know, to speak first about, you know, some of the hardships and that that they've uh, gone through. And then also, you know, we can also hear from the food bank on what progress they're making, because I know there were some things they wanted to do after the conservation commission meeting and uh you know that are going to happen more towards the end of the month but i want to at least hear uh what progress you know they're making and we'll, we'll go from there thank you all right okay thank you um why don't i let the um department heads speak at this point 
the four, then we have the um, we have either representatives of the food bank, and then we'll let the public speak. Okay, all right, um, Doug. Uh, why don't you? Why don't we start with you, please? From this is Doug Ellis, uh, our city engineer. Go ahead, Doug. Okay, yeah. Um, one of the latest issues that has uh, come up is uh, trying to get a second address for the food bank. So I've been talking with the police chief and the fire chief. There are safety concerns there. We're trying to work through that to see if we can issue them a second address because there is an issue with trucks trying to get in on the street side. So that's something we're currently working. On. Okay. Uh, as a follow-up question, do you have a definitive date when you might have? more information with that. It's just, it's just a work in progress. It's a work in progress, yeah. Okay. Okay. We are continually working on it. All right. Okay, Doug. Th thanks Thanks for your um, uh, consideration. Okay. Um, our, our fire chief, Dan, Dan Samborski, do you have some uh, questions or, or some issues or something that you might be able to shed some light on? Uh, well, good evening, everyone. Um, I believe a week or two ago, Doug had sent out an email soliciting kind of our opinions with regard to a second address and the police chief and initially I said I don't understand what the actual issues are over there but how would a second address um, stop the issues and typically in the city it's uh, it's problematic when there are two addresses assigned to a building um, one in Chicopee, uh, on Chicopee Street comes to mind it's a large uh, four-story building and we respond there quite often for medical calls and so forth and it's very confusing to the ambulance personnel to get an exact location and timing is everything when mm -hmm. it comes to medical calls and fire calls. So my initial response was um, we don't, uh, you know, it would raise some concerns and the concerns for an industrial building, so to speak, uh, would be the only thing I brought up was that if it was initially, it's an addressable system in most buildings uh, with fire detection and so forth. When I say addressable, uh, if, if something says RTU, for example, meaning rooftop unit, we would know exactly where to go. And if they were to put another business in there and another address, that would make it confusing. They may have to re-look at that system. Um, since then, I had spoken to uh, President Laflamme on, on the phone, and it's not that situation. situation I understand is that they're trying to rect rectify the traffic the truck noise on uh, the truck parking and in and out and so forth. So um, that being said, um, we're perfectly willing to sit down with the powers that be and see if there's something that we can work out. Uh, not in, uh, trying to make it a hard thing for the neighbors. This is just our typical way that we do it for emergency response. And those, my comments were strictly about emergency response. Once I had more information that there's a problem in the neighborhood, we're perfectly will willing to sit down uh, in the next week or so and come up with something that will help the situation. I did drive by there today, um, and I, I did see a sign uh, even in front of number 143 about no Jake break. I made a note of that. Uh, found down and it said there's a $300 fine if somebody disobeys that. And then I saw an entrance that there was a temporary gate in front of it. In fact, there was a and blocking it and it said employees only no trucks so i don't know exactly what's going on there i'm, I'm not there on a daily basis i don't live there but um you know if, if that's part of the problem maybe that needs to be gated off or, or bigger signs or something but that's just my humble opinion i, I i'd like to kind of stick to lots of questions and uh and work together with um the police chief and engineering to see if we can come up with 
Okay. All right. Th thanks. Thanks, Chief. You're welcome. Um, it's it's my understanding, uh, Count er er Eric Laflam, Lieutenant Laflam, are you representing the police department tonight? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you have um, some information that that the public could hear, please, regarding um, the food bank? Go ahead, sir. Sure. Good afternoon. I'm looking forward to hearing from the residents to see what they have to say, what their concern is. Um, I did get the same email from engineering about the complaints that they had received. I'd like to obviously hear from them. Chief Major couldn't make it today, so I am here on his behalf. I did go out there with him to look at the site ourselves to kind of get an idea on the ground of what the uh, perspective is from our side, along with the fire department responding to buildings that have two addresses can be difficult. Uh, this building alone has two different addresses. It has a Springfield Street and a Front Street address, but it's clearly no denoted two different entrances versus this building, which would have one main entrance. Uh, looking at the building, regardless if we're going to Cruise Street or East Main Street, I don't see it being a traffic problem or a response problem on our side. We're gonna to go to the main entrance unless we find a door open, uh, but we'll continue to look into that. Uh, as far as parking complaints on Cruise Street and uh, the trucks turning around, after speaking with some people, I do have an understanding that a lot of the vehicles that respond there, um, the trucks, don't go there on a regular basis and their GPS tells them to go to Cruise Street. And by the time they realize they're at where they're supposed to be at, they've already passed the East Main Street entrance, making it difficult for them to turn around. So uh, along with the fire chief and engineering, I'd like to discuss this more obviously with the chief, police chief as well, uh, but it may rectify that issue with the trucks having a second address. I don't really see it being concerned for our responses. Maybe some no parking signs on Cruise Street, We'll have to work with engineering again on that as well um, to help us enforce that response for trucks. I did get a complaint that there were some trucks parked uh, overnight, even opening the doors um, on Cruise Street. So that's something we'll look into, and I look forward to hearing from the council, uh, from the public. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, is there anybody here from the food bank representing the food bank this evening? Okay. Okay, sir. Could you come to the mic and? Uh, uh, state your name and address, please, and, and what your uh, latest um, um, story that you have for us, please, your latest uh, update of what's going on at the food bank. Thank you. Go ahead, sir. Sure. My name is Andrew Morehouse. I'm the executive director of the food bank. I appreciate the invitation to be here tonight and to give an update. I appreciate your explanation of what you have the authority to do today's meeting and not. So I would similarly like to not delve into issues related to the Conservation Commission or our uh, amended modified site plan that's going to be brought before the Planning Committee again, or Planning Board uh, next Tuesday, November 2nd. Um, but I would like to address the issue uh, of the second address because uh, we do agree with the neighbors and have always agreed with the neighbors once we identified this problem that a second address will uh, pro hopefully present uh, uh, tractor trailers going up Carew Street to the 25 Carew Street entrance and instead uh, go to a, a second address, which would be an East Main Street address, which was designed exclusively for tractor trailers to bring them around to enter that busy side of the street, not a residential street, and go around the building uh, that's been, uh, that is being screened as we speak uh, from Carew Street uh, by design to uh, prevent noise and tractor trailers and everything associated with them from bothering the residents. Uh, we do believe that that will be uh, the, the final solution. It's not the only solution, but we believe it'll be a, the final solution because 
what is happening now. And, and I just saw it before I came here uh, and I've received uh, countless uh, um, emails from, from the neighbors and I appreciate it very much identifying when tractor trailers are coming up East Carew Street and they're going in our parking lot and they're um, idling uh, or arriving at all times of day, including one o'clock in the morning yesterday, I think it was, or this morning, uh, and idling and, and the police have to go and tell them to move. Uh, and they in fact got in by moving our temporary gate. Uh, so one of our requests of our modified site plan is to install permanent gates that will have that lock device that the fire department and the police chief or police department can access to get in through those locked gates. Um, but, you know, because even the temporary ones aren't working, the, the tractor trailer drivers are just moving them. So today, just before this meeting, another tractor trailer came in through East Carew Street. And so this is the first time I actually saw it because it's always happening after dark. So, or after we leave our uh, normal office hours. And I asked him, why did you come here? And he said, well, they told me, they gave me an address, 25 Carew Street. And I said, who? And I said, well, it's our dispatcher. And I said, don't they know that it's an East Main Street address? And they said, no, I just came here. And I said, which direction did you come from? Because we thought most would come up East, Karoom, uh, East Main Street, up, up, up the hill. He said, no, I came from the other direction. That was the news to me that the first time they would came from, they probably came off of the, uh, uh, the I-90 exit up uh, on um, Memorial Drive where the, the um, you know, all the shopping centers are and then came down uh, over the bridge. And that was the first news to me. So it's just crazy. Uh, and of course, once they go up Carew Street, you know, we would hope that they would continue up to Page Boulevard, but no, they don't, they don't know the area. This guy is from the South. I said, don't you know about the truck stop up on Burnett Drive? He goes, no. So why did you come here now? I said, I have an eight o'clock AM appointment tomorrow morning. It's like, we're closed. Yeah, you can't come until your scheduled eight o'clock appointment. So these are the kind, and, and you know, the people we contact uh, to to schedule the appointment are the dispatchers or the dispatchers of the dispatchers. Uh, you know, there's a whole chain of command. Uh, so the driver doesn't know, doesn't even know this area. Uh, so uh, we do believe that uh, a second address will uh, ameliorate this problem, uh, and we do have a second entity. We we uh, have two entities of the food bank. So if that and and one and they both occupy the food bank. But it's one building uh, with two tenants that are essentially the same, but legally there's a separate one. It's called the Food Bank Support Corporation. And the, and the food bank staff support that uh, organization. We pay the bills for it, uh, but essentially it's two entities. It's complicated, uh, but uh, there are two entities sharing the same building. Um, so that would go a long way to, to helping us to help the neighbors because we want to be good neighbors. Uh, we are putting up more signs uh, on Carew Street. And honestly, after the encounter just now, I now know that we need to put a sign diverting truck traffic, even if we do get the uh, a second address at the corner of uh, East Main Street and Carew Street. So they don't even drive in from either direction. We need to we need to get one there as well as and these are much bigger signs than the one that you saw, that very little one we've got, we have. And they're going to be um, uh, placed next week. But I need to get in. Uh, an, an additional one at the corner of East Main Street and Carew Street so that trucks, even if they do uh, know the second address, they're not likely to go up East, uh, up Carew Street uh, because there will always be the possibility that, that a driver doesn't get the correct address. 
Um, so that's we, we're uh, in support of the, the neighbor's uh, request to pursue that option. And we're willing to work with the fire department and the police department to figure that out and make it work to meet all of your concerns. Um, so signs, second address, um, we turned off the bollard lights uh, completely once we've heard feedback. Uh, we're putting up the screening. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress. We, we still have a long, you know, we have projects to complete. Uh, and so we're, we're, we're putting up the screening uh, and we're, on, we're completing the, um, um, the um, soil erosion controls. We're getting jude matting down. On, and now I'm delving into conservation commission issues, but I know this is an important one. This, we, are, we have complied with all of the requests uh, per the enforce, enforcement order by the plan, by the Conservation Commission. So we should have all of the soil stabilized uh, within the next two weeks. And everything is being inspected on a regular basis. We're submitting photos to the Conservation Commission. Uh, so we've rectified all the issues that unfortunately happened. Um, and that's, um, so I think that's, that's all I, uh, I want to share with you. I hope that's helpful. Okay. All right. Okay, Andrew. Thank you. Please have a seat. Okay, thanks. Okay. All right, then. Uh, next, we're going to open up with um, public input. Um, so, again, I'm just going to reiterate when speaking, you'll be limited to three minutes. Um, please address the chair. Uh, please adhere to the three-minute time limit. If you exceed that, uh, I will gavel, gavel you. And if it continues, then we will suspend the meeting. So please uh, be considerate, give people an opportunity, all right? So uh, when you come up to the microphone, uh, we're gonna ask you for your name and address, uh, three minutes. Uh, hopefully, uh, some of the comments will not be redundant or repetitious. Um, but I know people would like to speak, so we're giving you that opportunity. So you can, whoever wants to start at the main uh, microphone where the, uh, Andrew was just speaking, you can uh, go up to the microphone. Again, state your name and address. You have three minutes, all right? Um, I'm not sure who would like to start, if anybody wants to start. Nobody for public input regarding the food bank. Um, oh, okay. All right. Okay, go ahead, ma'am. Uh, your name and address in three minutes, please. Go ahead. My name is Brenda Terrell. I live on 34 Crew Street. Um, as Morehouse had already stated, um, we are continuously being woken up at all hours of the morning because of running trucks. We're asking for more information to get to the drivers because we're calling the police at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning because of trucks running. Um, they're not shutting their trucks off. They're not going to Burnett Road. We were woken up at one o'clock this morning because of trucks running their trucks all night. Five o'clock in the morning, we hear Jake breaks outside our house at 5 a.m. We have full-time jobs. We need to sleep just like the next person. Um, so that needs to get brought to the attention of the drivers. Um, I have video that I sent to the mayor. Um, a trailer truck was parked on Carew Street outside one of the entrances, a school bus had to drive on the opposite side of the road to get around the parked trailer truck. What if there was children on that bus? What if there was an accident and lives were destroyed? That shouldn't be happening. Trucks should not be on Carew Street parked. They get jackknifed, just like Morehouse. We saw it tonight with our own two eyes. They get jackknifed trying to get in. They get stuck trying to get out. 
they approach our house, park in front of our house. Oops, I'm in the wrong spot. Back up down Carew Street into, tra into tra like traffic so it stopped both ways. How is that safe for anybody? Now, I do understand um, there was going to be confusion with the second address, but the second entrance on Carew off to the right was supposed to be a designated emergency entrance just for emergencies, but I've seen cars go in and out of there. So if that's a secondary emergency entrance, I don't see where the confusion would be if there's a second address when there's a designated emergency entrance for emergencies. So all I'm asking is please push it forward. Just please make the truck stop coming at all hours of the night so we can't sleep. Please make that stop. Please make the trucks on Cruise Street stop. It's a danger to everybody who's trying to travel on Cruise Street. Thank you. All right, thank you, ma'am. Okay. All right, somebody next, next uh, to speak. Again, your name and address, please, in a three-minute time limit. Thank you. Uh, my name's Kevin Coulter, 32 Maryland Avenue in Chicopee. Uh, my main concern at this point in time is further construction to the premises and uh, public safety for the residents. I've seen the trucks, as Brenda mentioned, uh, on the premises after hours, which they shouldn't be there. I understand that the trucks, truck drivers have some confusion, but that needs to be ironed out. That has to get fixed some way, somehow. Uh, I've seen trucks on Carew Street pulled over, drivers actually exiting the vehicle, going into the office building, leaving their trucks. They're actually backing them down towards East Main Street. If somebody's taking a turn from Carew or East Main onto Carew, they're not expecting to see an 18-wheeler there. There could be an accident. So I'm very concerned about the, the um, potential safety issues with trucks on Carew Street. Carew wasn't made for 18-wheelers. And I'm seeing more and more of them going up and down now because of the school buses, because of pedestrian traffic. There's no sidewalks really there. So um, I've also seen the fire department was there Sunday. I think, I think it was Sunday night. I don't know what happened, but again, I'm like, what's, what's going on? I heard a big pop or a boom a little while ago when I was downstairs watching my uh, TV with my son. And I'm like looking around. I thought somebody was breaking into my car or something. Then I saw the fire truck and it looked like a command vehicle or something there. And I'm like, now what? <laughs> and that, now we have more issues. So those are my main concerns. But also I've heard, I did see this too. I saw them spraying weed killer on Carew Street right down by the street. And then I heard that was Roundup. So I'm like, what are you doing? You're spraying Roundup, which is a known carcinogen, on the bus, you know, it could be blowing over into the neighbor's yard. So I just have a lot of safety concerns with the current situation as it is. And then now there's a stage two proposal where they're going to be putting more stuff in snow removal equipment, which I don't see any need for. Um, solar panels that are going to be somewhat visible and everything. And it's just an eyesore now. So it's starting to get bigger and bigger, and we were all concerned about this from the get-go. So, all right, just hope you take all that into consideration. 
Okay, sir. Th Appreciate thanks it. For, thanks for your comments. Thank you. Somebody else? Uh, our next person. All right, sir, your name and address, please, in three minutes. Yeah, it's Stan Vegas, 123 Carew Street. My concern is with the water. Um, I don't know if there's anybody here that can answer it. I think there's something wrong with either the catch basins or in the street, because the last rainstorm that everybody was getting flooded on that street, all the way up to Loveland Terrace, there's water coming out of the manholes like fountains. That was backing up all the way up the street. So if you guys could get somebody down there with the machine to either clean those catch basins and check all the lines, because that hasn't happened in years. I don't know if the food bank's connected to that storm drain or what, but all these yards never got flooded that bad. And most of it was from in the street. So that's my, and they're telling me their garages are cracked and all that stuff. So now you got these pipes underground. One of them might be broken, plugged. So I don't know if you could get engineering or the highway department, at least clean the catch basins because that hasn't been done in years. They're really good about sweeping the street. That's good, but all the stuff underground, I wish they'd check. It's for the sake of down the street because in the winter, it's going to be a nightmare if those are blocked. Okay, Stan, yeah, those are interesting yeah. points you bring out. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks. There's someone else out in the audience. Great. Oh, hold on. Let's just check on Zoom then. Oh, sorry, sir. Go ahead. Your name. Sorry. Your name uh, David Terrell, 34 Cruise Street. Um, so my concern is is that in the last time we were in a meeting, you're talking about building a patio area. I'm not for sure where it is, but I believe it's probably going to be right at my front window. We've had enough damage and uh, destruction and sound and noise pollution and seeing it. I don't need to see. I can build up my windows now, but I don't need to see someone out there having break. And uh, five, ten doesn't matter how many people. But I don't need to hear any more noise pollution that I'm already hearing. I'm asking you guys to take this back. And when they propose this, I'd like it turned down. Like as I was saying before, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, this is just one more thing they're adding to it. I don't need to see a party because if it's a patio, they're gonna do more than that. They're gonna have a barbecue. They're gonna have this. They're gonna have a summer function. There's all this kind of stuff. I don't need to see that right out my front window. And I'm directly across from from it. Uh, I saw the whole truck fiasco this, 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 tonight, which was crazy. Um, so with that being said. I really like it. Have them put, they have plenty of land. They can put whatever tables out in the front, uh, some little, little patio, there's other areas on that property where they don't need to do it right at the front of the building. So if that's the plan, I'm asking you guys when this goes forward to really push to have that stop. It really is no reason for it. I don't care if there's a blocker. I don't need more blockers. I need it to be just stopped. Uh, the other thing is the lights, they sort of went off. Um, they're the entrance lights for it. They are extremely bright. The problem is they said they were gonna shield those lights. They are not shielded. And when they're on, the entire building's lit up. So I'm asking that they follow through with that and shield the lights like they said they were going to. Okay, all right, thank you. Anybody else in the audience before we check on Zoom? Last time, okay, all right. We did have a couple of people speak, all right. Okay, we're gonna check on Zoom. Is there anybody on Zoom that would like to do public input regarding the food bank? If so, uh, you have to state your name and address. Again, we'll have three minutes. Is there anybody on Zoom? Seeing none, I'll make a motion to close public input. And I will uh, accept that motion and second it. All right, motion to close public input. 
Agnes, can you please uh, call the rolls for a vote? Balakir? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. All right, so public input's closed. Thank you. Okay. All right, then. So we've had some interesting discussion, and we've had input from a number of parties tonight. We've had some department heads. We've had Andrew Morehouse from the Food Bank. We've had some neighbors, uh, some constituents, uh, concerned citizens. I, I, again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, this is uh, this is an information meeting, and um, uh, basically uh, we don't have legal purview or standing uh, from the city council, but we're here for information. And uh, my sense is that the next continuance will be November 1st with the Conservation Committee. So I think, folks, um, I'm not sure if we want to have some general discussion or if we just want to consider perhaps placing this on file. Oh, I'm sorry. Councilor Flatt. Thank you. Um, just, just two things. Um, what I'd like to see, if it'd be possible at the end of the meeting, if we could put and uh, send a copy of this to the planning department, conservation of this input of this meeting tonight, um, just to assure them of the conversations that we receive from them. Um, tonight because uh, again, I'll be working on this and keeping in touch one of the things I, I at the planning board uh, Meeting the other night it was mentioned I believe by this gentleman about the deliveries that uh, they're working the best they can but unfortunately they're they get deliveries from people that they that want to just deliver and I don't want to ask them if that's true, but um, other people come in, they deliver, they want to donate from trucks. They have it. So, so, you know, they'll be able to do their best, not saying that it may happen once in a while, because uh, as he mentioned, if we get that address change, there's two things I would like to see. I've been out there many times. And I just spoke to him. I went there by there tonight and the sign is about three by three. This, this sign here, you're coming off 291 and I barely could see it. Some people think it's big, but I think it needs to be lit up with an arrow before that so they can see it. And as the gentleman said, one on the other end, before they get on to Crusade saying deliveries ahead. So uh, I hope these things are going to be worked out. Um, we're going to have a chance ourselves, actually, I believe, on the signs, because that has to come before the city council for the sign. Um, any signs have to come before the city council. So we'll discuss that at the city council meeting for the sign. But um, um, I'm glad to see that you know they're doing the landscaping, which was approved by the planning board at that meeting. Uh, the sooner the better, so it can start growing this spring. And I think there's there's a lot going up there that it's going to help with shading some of that stuff, but not all. So um, I just like to see this all go to make sure the copy gets to the planning board. Thank you. Okay, I, I, dovetailing your comment, would you also consider uh, conservation commission yeah. and also the building? Whoever you want. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to send it out to uh, a number of uh, departments. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Ward Councilor Krampitz. Yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm just going to relay one of the, uh, the calls that I actually got tonight from uh, Mrs. LaRue uh, was about the, the truck being in the back. And um, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing. So, but uh, she had told me uh, in a voicemail message that when she called the police department, the response was, well, what do you want us to do about it? Now, I realize that that's the dispatchers and that, so, but, you know, if the, you know, if you could look into that and, you know, see if there's a, a better way to, to respond to those complaints, because they, you know, it affects the quality of life for, for the neighbors. 
And, um, you know, uh, some of this stuff is going to be uh, reviewed by the Conservation Commission and the, and the Planning Board. And again, as uh, Councilor Balakir stated, the City Council, as far as most of the other uh, issues, doesn't really have any say about it. This is just for the public to come out and express uh, their concerns. Uh, one of the things that I did talk to engineering about um, is to have uh, some parking, no standing, no stopping signs put on the side of Carew Street uh, where the food bank is uh, to help prevent trucks from stopping there. As far as on the other side of the, the street where the residents live, uh, you know, that's something I'd like to you know hear back about because I don't want to say, well, let's do no parking because I already got a little pushback on that. So, and you can't really have no parking in front of one house and not in the other. So I'd like to have something kind of consistent for that side of the street, but we can certainly talk about it offline after the meeting or, or whatever. But I appreciate uh, the zoning committee, uh, you know, hearing the constituents' uh, concerns tonight. It sounds like progress is uh, you know slowly being made, but I, I think if we can deal with some of the issues that were brought up tonight, particularly about you know, eliminating the, the truck traffic that's going to the wrong entrances and things like that, amongst uh, the lighting and some of the other issues, I, I think will go a long way into kind of restoring things back to the neighborhoods. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right, Councillor. Thank you. Okay. Motion to place on file. Okay. Motion place on file. I'll, um, I'll second that. And uh, Agnes, uh, can you please? Uh, Please call the roll. Balakir? Yes. Finia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. Passes. Let me just write this. Thank you all for coming and giving your input. Yeah, thank for your input. And as I said, um, at your next meeting, I'm sure the uh, conservation um, will just write this up. Okay, thank you. So, um, 
motion was a place on file and the information was sent to conservation commission planning and building and the committee voted in favor and this information will be also referenced on our uh city full city council meeting i think that's the is it the ninth i think it is i think it is the ninth okay next uh week from thursday okay all right thank you okay uh sure. Can I make a motion to take item number three out of order? Okay. Um, motion made and seconded to take item number three out of order. Um, Agnes, can you call the roll, please? Salicare? Yes. Tania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to take item, item number three out of order. And let me just read that. Okay. Um, Item number three, special permit application under chapter 275-51.1 for the purpose of constructing a membrane cover structure located at 24 Oakville Court. The applicant is Bobby LaRivier, 24 Oakville Court, Chicopee, Mass, 01020. Is the applicant here? Okay, ma'am, could you... Come to the microphone and um, state your uh, name, your address, and what your proposal is for this evening, please. Uh, do you do you not speak English? Oh, okay. All right. No, sorry, I just didn't know if there was a language question. No, okay. it's okay. Okay. Go, go ahead, ma'am. Again, please state your name and address and what your your proposal uh, is for this evening. And if if your husband needs to also speak to further uh, give us information, uh, I will, I'll allow it. Okay. Um, Bobby Lee Larrabee at 24 Local Court. Um, we're just hoping to keep our carport up. <laughs> Been up for five years now. And we put it now where they want us to put it. Or where it's supposed to be, and we're just hoping to keep it up. Okay. Speak. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay. Does your does your husband have anything further to say, or is that pretty much it? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, ma'am, you can have a seat, please. Okay. All right. Let me uh, let me read into the uh, the meeting what we have. Um, what we have for reports here in the file, so just bear with me here. Okay, um, looks like we have a report here or an email uh, sent from Lisa Sanders, Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Uh, this is addressed to Lee Pouillet, Derek Dobas, Frank Boron, Frank Laflamme, Patrick Major, Daniel Stamborski, Staff City Councilors Daniel Garvey, C.C. Agnes uh, Sanaki regarding 24 Oakville Court. Uh, good afternoon. On June 23, 2023, I sent a letter to Mrs. Beaujolais uh, citing her for assorted debris, bikes, computer parts, ladders, fencing material, etc., on her property. On July 12, Frank Boron and I did a reinspection of the property. At the time of the inspection, the property has been cleaned. Okay. Um, let's see. 
Um, furthermore, does this, the property owner, Bobulum Riviera, has completed and submitted a special permit application to the city council <laughs> to install a membrane covered structure at the property. I'm not sure where in the city council's process this is, but it best be a public hearing with the city council's zoning subcommittee. Okay. All right. Um, okay. There's also uh, a letter here. This is from uh, city councilor Derek Dobas. Um, this is the subject 24 Oakville Court. I got some calls about an, an, an application for a resident to build structures in his backyard at 24 Oakville Court. I didn't realize this is the same guy who was burning mattresses in his backyard and then taking the metal and turning it for scrap. He has burned other trash and has been cited a few times. Fairly recently, a house on Burnett Road invited the city to take pictures of the backyard at 24 Oakville Court for serious ordinance violations. Fire department was called to this house several times. He's running a business out of his home where he cleans out apartments and then stores trash items, etc., in his backyard. I hope the reports from the city departments reflect this. I was under the impression that the city considered this property a problem property. Um, further, is my recommendation that at least a small police presence be at the planning board meeting where this makes the agenda and any subsequent meetings where this may go in front of city council. There, I know there are some residents who are heated about this application. There's some residents who believe the man uh, living at 24 Oakville Court is a gang member and are intimidated by him. I want to be sure everyone is safe at the meeting and free from retribution for speaking during public input. Thanks for your time and attention to this matter. Okay, what else do we have in this file? All right. Uh, this is from building. Uh, if this gets approved, uh, let them know they need to apply for a building permit. Uh, then we have something from engineering. Storm runoff shall not drain towards neighboring properties. Okay, then we have, we have a letter from the uh, planning department. I'll read that into the record. Special permit recommendation for 24 Oakville Court. Councilor Balakir. Property is zoned residential A. Applicant is looking to install a membrane covered structure for the purpose of a vehicle carport. Membrane covered structures are permissible with a special permit from City Council under Chapter 275, Section 51.1 and must meet the following conditions. In the judgment of the city council, the visual impact of the structure will not adversely impact the area in which it is located. Number two, the use of the structure is consistent with the intent of the district in which the use is located and the general purpose and intent of chapter 275. Number three, the structure complies with the dimensional requirements of the zoning district in which it's located and the requirements of the Massachusetts building code. Number four, the special permit application site plan shall include the following. The structure shall be clearly shown on the site plan. Uh, B, a rendition of the structure with dimensions, footprint, and height, and a description of the construction materials shall be provided. 
Application action is in direct response to applicant's receipt of cease and desist letter, wherein applicant was advised to move previous structure and apply for the special permit upon inspection by the building commissioner. Application includes required documents. Planning recommends approval. What else we have? The fire department uh, looks like this report has no issues. And then we also have a report from the collectors and the treasurer's office for verification of payment of all bills. It appears that nothing is outstanding. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. What's in the file for the record. Um, I think what I'm going to do now is we hear from other departments. Um, so I think uh, I'll start with the board counselor, Councilor Dobas. Go ahead, sir. You have the floor. Thank you. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, I'm opposing this tonight. Um, uh, property before uh, Jake Alton, the state rep, uh, we walked the entire area. We walked up Burnett Road, Olco, Morrow Drive. Um, the surrounding area and nearly every house was concerned about this property um, with uh, either fires, right, burning trash, burning debris, uh, or just storage of items in the backyard in general. Um, I know uh, the director butter on Burnett Road, she had told me that one of these structured membranes was abutting her fence and damaged part of her fence, uh, and she's still kind of um, concerned about her fence. I'm not sure exactly what happened with that issue. Um, I have just have concerns mainly with, with fire. Um, and uh, I'm concerned that, you know, potential for, for running a business out of this property. Uh, I know that a lot of people provided to us with those storage items, uh, as well as, um, you know, some, some uh, uh, company logos and that kind of thing. Uh, I have nothing against the applicant, but uh, I, I highly recommend that you talk to some of your neighbors. Uh, the, la the lady on Burnett Road, you know, she's highly, um, she had a lot of issues with her fence. But it's not just her, there's also a lot of neighbors on um, Oco Court that have a lot of issues with um, the burning of trash, storage of debris. Um, I just highly recommend you work with your neighbors. And uh, I, can't I can't support this tonight. Um, I was under the impression that the city was actually um, taking more action against you for, for running a business. Uh, we have a lot of evidence, a lot of pictures, a lot of things were sent to me. Um, so if you are running a business, I, I highly recommend that you that you seize uh, and, and desist uh, that business. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay, all right. Um, other counselors, uh, before I open this up to public input. Okay, all right, okay. All right, is anybody here for public input regarding a 24 local court? If so, Please come to the microphone. Uh, you'll have three minutes. And uh, again, state your name and address. And uh, go ahead, sir. Dave Rossi, 106 Morrow Drive. As many are aware, Mayor View and Chicopee officials heard from many residents living in the Burnett Road area about 24 Oco Court during Mayor View's recent neighborhood meeting at Litwin Elementary School. Regarding the salvage refuse business, Evolution Unlimited LLC being illegally operated on zoned residential property 
within our neighborhood causing ongoing and numerous issues throughout the past three and a half years. Since 2020, and again at Mayor View's neighborhood meeting, the city of Chicopee has received numerous complaints from Burnett Road residents regarding the illegal operation of a salvage refuse business, Evolution Unlimited LLC, at this residential property, 24 Oak Oak Court, that required city resources to intervene and take action, such as the fire and police departments, health department, building department, et cetera. Therefore, I am opposed to this special permit before the committee uh, this evening. It appears that the application is faulty and the temporary structure has already been in the backyard for, as the applicant admitted, over five years. So why the special permit now? Clearly, this special permit should have been applied for at the time the property owner sought to erect this structure. Begs the question, accidental or intentional? I'm primarily opposed because I believe this special permit for a temporary structure only continues to facilitate and continue the illegal operation of Evolution Unlimited LLC on residential property at 24 Oco Court here in the city of Chicopee. Speaking with many of my neighbors and that are unable to be here tonight, Ward 6 residents are requesting Mayor View and Chicopee officials, as well as the department heads, to investigate this residential property, 24 Oco Court, and in fact, there is an illegal operation of a business, Evolution Unlimited LLC, operating on zoned residential property, then take the necessary action to resolve ongoing and repeated issues with 24 Oco Court, and most importantly, restore this residential property, 24 Oco Court, back in compliance with city, state, and environmental laws. Thank you. Okay, all right. Is there anybody else uh, for public input uh, regarding this address? Okay, please state your name and Sam your address. Sam from C5 Savory Drive. I just wanna echo my ward counselors um, not supporting this permit because I, like me, I am concerned about the burning of the debris, running an illegal business out of a backyard and the residence fence being burned. We did hear about this at Mayor View's Ward 6 neighborhood meeting. I just don't think this is the right place to be running an operation like that. And frankly, I think just burning mattresses is not okay. And we have picture evidence as it was just described. I think this needs to be really reconsidered. Thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, is there someone else? Okay, again, please uh, name and address and three minutes, please. Hello, Susan LaPlante, 71 Angela Drive in Chicopee. The purpose of this is for a structure, a structure that's been there for over five years that they've never had a permit on. It's pretty much for the purpose of their business, not for residential use. For the Business Evolution Unlimited LLC, a business that does not have a license to run in Chicopee, never mind a residential home. This residential home and all the residential homes around it, which is surrounded by homes, it's not in a big lot where there's no one around it, there's homes behind it, each side of it, in front of it, and all around that area. It affects the livelihood of those people to live in a quiet neighborhood and have their quality of life. As a taxpayer and a home, homeowner in this city, we're also worried about the property values due, due to having a business being run illegally at that location. Please deny this permit. It should not be allowed. It should not be it should not be supporting their business to be putting in a, a piece of structure to support their business. It should not now and not ever be. Thank you very much. Uh, is there anybody else? Public input. 
Again, please state your name and your address and three minutes. Go ahead. Jennifer Santer, 79 Morrow Drive. Um, I'm not going to repeat what Dave said and Sam and, and Sue and everybody else. However, I think you really need to take a hard look at this again at the neighborhood ward meeting, which I attended. I attend all the meetings. There's a lot of concern about this house, this property. There are children that go to Litwin that have told me in the parent pickup line that do not want to drive past that house because they have heard arguing between him and other neighbors. The fires in the backyard, too much. It's going to set a tree on fire. What if it goes down, hits another house? The toxins that can come out of the mattresses. Who would want to live next to this house? If you drive by, you can see it. You can see the black trucks. You can see that it's a business that should not be run out of this house. You need to take a look, hard look at this. Nobody would want to live next to this. It's not safe. All right. Go ahead, sir. Your name and address, three minutes, please. Anthony Bixby, uh, 107 Monroe Drive. Um, I'm not opposed to entrepreneurship just in my neighborhood. All right. So my dear friend, Randy Mitchell, has been doing this clean-out business for 30 years. He's got time in it. Um, and I, I consulted with him, you know, last night and a couple times this week. It's, it's not, there's a fine line between clean outs that becomes salvage, that becomes a junkyard, that becomes trash removal. Mm -hmm. And when you come encapsulate all of that, there's permits involved, health issues, all sorts of stuff. The start of the day, the end result is that whatever structure contracted to empty needs to be emptied. Biohazard, whatever's in it has to come out. Precious metals from computers, ACs, all the condensers, all the TVs. And to put it in perspective for you, three of his, his employees contracted lice. Why? Because they were moving a, a couch. Inside that couch was a dead rat, right? The, the lice lived off that rat, and now three of his associates are as handsome as me with no hair, okay? So there's an unsavory part of this that doesn't belong in a residential neighborhood, and I am opposed to this permit. Okay. Anybody else in the audience for public input? Okay. Uh, is there anyone on Zoom for public input regarding 24 Oco Court? I am. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me, sir? Can you hear me, sir? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'd hey, like to make name public and, input. Name and address. Yes. Yes. Name my name address, is Len. LaPlante, I live at 71 Angela Drive, Chicopee, Mass. And I've got a couple things I'd like to mention regarding this pro uh, proposal. First, uh, this, this uh, unit has been up for five years. There has been several complaints to the mayor, the police, fire department. And based on the city ordinance, which you already referred to, 275-51, no person shall erect a membrane-covered structure without first obtaining a special permit from city council says from city council. So this has been up for five years. So now because there's a complaint, now they wanna go backwards and try to apply for a special permit. So they've done something wrong and illegal that they should not have done. And they're trying to get away with it now by putting the basically the cart before the horse. This was not obviously done prior to them putting up the structure. Uh, 275B2, the use of the structure is uh, consistent with the intent of the district in which the use is located. This is a residential neighborhood. Nobody needs to have somebody dismantling air conditioning, refrigerators, couches, anything like that in their in their neighbor's backyard. Uh, so what is the purpose of intent here? 
Uh, they're running a scrap yard in their backyard and it does not fit in with residential houses. What is the intent of the structure to be used for? Is there a business being run out of this house? Uh, I think the health department should inspect this location. I also think there should be a cease and desist and have this structure removed immediately. And I also uh, believe uh, that the um, company, just so you know, the company, the LLC has a secondary address, which I think is interesting, of 17 Springfield Street in Chicopee. So there's two addresses on the LLC, but there's doesn't tell you what the company does. So they're obviously a company that are running off this property, which is illegal. It's not a registered company. It's not uh, registered in the city of Chicopee. So I believe this should not go through. It does have to go before city council, I believe. But just the fact that they did this before they even got the special approval should not be accepted. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, anybody else uh, on for public input on Zoom? Yes. Okay, ma'am, your name and address, please. Jill, Macin Jill McIntosh, uh, 1181 Burnett Road. I just have a concern be because it is illegal to run a business out of your home. And it seems like if we're applying to put a structure, that should have nothing to do with the business. And it's been a constant ongoing for many years now that everybody in the neighborhood knows that they're running a business out of this. And I just have concerns because we do have a lot of elderly um, people in the neighborhood who are scared and they're, they're scared that they're going to get mice. They're scared that things are going to be a wreck. And I, I just feel for them. And I just really think people need to look at what's going on. Thank you. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Anybody else on public input before we close it on Zoom? Yes. All right, sir, your name and your address, please, in three minutes. Go ahead. Uh, Thomas Collins and 1169 Burnett Road. If there is a structure that is erected on the property and it has been on the property for a total of five years, why wasn't it ever taken and why did the city allow this to be on and since we're in this meeting to have this uh have a structure that structure should be completely taken down city should uh that that property owner should be fined and unfortunately when i believe when i heard earlier there was no fines against the property well if they have a if they have a um a actual erection of a building structure on a property then there and they did not pull a permit for it or a special get um contributed to a, a special permit then they should have been fined if there's a building there that's not been agreed upon so at this point in time right now we need to go over and get that get that uh structure taken down and it's been put up without any type of permits and it needs to be um, dissolved and taken down. Okay, so you're all set? Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, Tom. Um, anybody else on Zoom for public input? Okay. Um, I'll entertain a motion to.
needs to be. Put back up. Right. Well, if you if you've already got it. Okay, guys, hold up, please. Okay, second time. Go yeah. ahead, sir. Name Hi, my name is Christopher Larrabee. I'm Bobby Lee's wife. We live there together. I didn't realize everybody was so upset with us over there. I can assure you we're not over there burning trash and mattresses. That's an outrageous allegation that has just been fabricated. I don't know. I don't even know where it comes from. Okay, so just keep your voice down. Yep, please. sorry. So anyways, again, not a gangbanger, by the way, to all that doesn't know me. I try to keep the peace in the neighborhood. All my surrounding neighborhoods in my vicinity do not have a problem with what we're doing there. We have a carport in the backyard that houses our personal car, and that's all that structure is there for. It's been there for five years. If there was a problem with it, yeah, we should have been fined, obviously. If I knew we had to pull permits, which it, that's on me, that's my own personal ignorance or whatever, I just didn't know. I would have pulled permits in the beginning to do that. Um, we're not, again, not burning trash, not trying to cause trouble in the neighborhood. I didn't realize everybody was so upset. Um, we have, like, after the fact, I know all that stuff shouldn't have been piled back there. Now I know. It'll never happen again. It's all been cleared out. Uh, again, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just let it build up. And it, again, I don't know. I'm like beside myself. I'm kind of caught off guard how like upset everybody was about it. I didn't realize there was a problem. It's been taken care of. Um, as far as a public nuisance, no, nah, that's not us. We're just a family trying to live. There's no, there's no trash right there. I can assure you we're not burning stuff. All those complaints are just, they're not, they're not right. Okay. All right, sir. Uh, I don't okay, know who you okay. are. You have a bug up your ass for us. Everybody in our neighborhood. Hey, guys, in our, guys, excuse us. Gotta, I know you're not. Do the chair. Do the chair. The problem is, is you're running an illegal business on residential property and you're breaking the law. Do you understand that? I do have a bug up my ass. You should have never been able to run a business in my parking lot. You understand? You're hurting me. You're hurting my climate. You're, you're hurting our property values. You understand that? Yeah. It's going to be short. Okay, I'm suspending the meeting. Five minute suspension. Five minute recess. Five minute. Okay. Public input. Okay. Okay. All right. Just, just have a seat, please. Okay, sir. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to follow up. Okay. Motion, motion to close public input. All right. I'm going to second it. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to close it. We're going to close it. Agnes, please, please call the roll. Yes. Vinia Costello. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Public input is closed. Okay. Motion to approve the special permit application. Nope. Hold on a second, please. Speak on the motion. No, but I think Councilor Flam wanted, wanted no, to say something. No, you can do that and then I'll, I'll talk. Okay. You want to just get it on the floor. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's on the floor. On the floor. Did you second it? Yes, I'm going to second it now. Thank okay. You. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. No, I'm all, I'm all set. I just I just I just wanted to say myself, if you know, we're here for tonight for the special permit only. Right. The membrane, and if that causes them to do the business, then then it's up to us to vote the way. But the the idea of uh, shutting it down, that is not our job tonight. That would go to the building department to do under the, his purview. So just an FYI, we're here for the special permit only to up or down it, whether you think it's for the business or not. But it's only for the special permit. 
Public input is closed. Now, when a special permit is for the purpose of constructing a membrane cover structure, that's what that's the issue that we're talking about. Okay. Go ahead, Councilor Lopez. So that is the issue that we're talking about. However, we did hear many concerns from residents about how that specific structure is being used to support the business. Correct. So therefore, we can consider, please stop, or you will also be escorted out. How, we, how they are using that structure mm -hmm. uh, for business purposes. So we can absolutely take that into account. I've talked to pretty much all of the surrounding residents in that neighborhood. Um, I tried to go visit the, the location and knocked on the door and was on, no one answered the door. Um, but I've, I've been in the neighborhood. Um, I've seen firsthand some of the concerns that the residents are talking about. We have photo evidence from residents about this. We've heard about this over and over at meetings. Uh, we heard about it at the ward meeting. I've heard about it from every single resident. And so it comes as a surprise to me through the chair to hear from the applicant that they've never heard any of this from any resident. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's inappropriate for the conversation to have gotten out of hand the way it got out of hand today. That's unacceptable. That is not right. what we're here for. We're right. here for this specific special permit, um, and we will not tolerate that kind of behavior from any side, regardless of where we stand. I am not in favor of this special permit, but I'm not in favor of us not being uh, cordial. Um, this is, at the end of the day, this is a neighborhood, and I've said this before when meetings have gotten out of order, this is still your neighborhood, whether you like something or not, you still have to live next to these people. And so treat each other with dignity, because that is what you at least owe each other. You still have to live next to each other, regardless of what happens with the special permit tonight. I am not in favor of it. Um, I do think that this is, it, it's, it's a couple of things. One of it is a city matter that we do need to figure out what's going on at that, at that property, but it's also a neighborhood matter that you should really talk to your neighbors and figure out um, what's going on and what concerns them. Um, so I'm not in favor of this evening. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, go ahead, Councillor. Uh, thank you, um, Chairman uh, Balik here. Mm -hmm. uh, what concerns me here, something that as a recent elected city councilor back in being sworn in in January 2022 and have been exposed to problem properties. This should not have happened. The city should have provided intervention long before five years. What's going on here? Um, how come? How come? They say they had this structure for five years no special permit was was obtained. There's been problems with a rat, supposedly. There's been a problem with fire, supposedly, allegedly. And yet, why was this allowed to continue to the point where we have been subjected to anger by people because what type of intervention did the city, did the city um, apply for in regards to stopping this type of residence in a residential neighborhood to create neighborhood concern. This has to be addressed in regards to what the city does and doesn't do in regards to properties that have become a problem and not, and not take five years shouldn't take five minutes, but I get it. I get it. As a ward counselor, I understand it. And we've got to start really looking at problem properties, not only in this particular ward, but city-wide. 
put you all over to take a look at my property. Please Not stop. Here. You're I'm out of here. Don't worry. Okay, so please okay, leave so that's where I'm coming from. I'm against the permit. I think the city has uh, responsibility in getting these uh, situations addressed sooner than later. And if there were fires, rats, come on, what's going on here? Residents have, have voiced their concern and five years is too long to wait for corrective action to take place in regards to problem properties. So the question that I asked the city is what are we gonna do about this? Not about this particular issue, but about issues citywide that have problem properties. Now, Councilor Lopez just indicated we've got to do a code enforcement officer. That has not happened yet. What we do need is for our codes to have accountability because without accountability, we have nothing. Thank you. Hey, Councilor, thank you. Councilor. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not for this tonight. I, we listened to nine residents, and you know, and all the addresses are very close uh, to, to that uh, property itself. Um, I know a lot of these things are allegedly, but you know, looking at the pictures and the emails and the letters that were submitted, and uh, the thing from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts listing that address as a business. Um, you know, we're only here to talk about the structure, uh, you know, and this is a structure that in the Burnett Road area, I don't think that there are many membrane issues. Uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, it, it's compatible with uh, the neighbors in, the, in that particular area. Uh, you know, the, its appearance, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a place where you would store, you know, some of the uh, stuff that's been picked up here and, and if it's not a business uh, and they can prove it and you know they want to come back and you know a couple of years and you know uh, you know want a structure like that you know you know I might change my mind if the neighbors don't come out and uh, you know the things I heard tonight and I heard many times from many different neighbors that burning mattresses uh, and then a burning fence in the backyard so I don't know how that many neighbors could, you know, be wrong. So I, I'm not going to be for this uh, tonight. Thank okay. You. All right. Thank you, Councillor. Councillor Zagorowski, go ahead, yeah. sir. Speak to the microphone, please. Yeah, I'm not in favor of this permit this evening, but I have a few questions. We do have a property committee. I, I, I believe it is available. I don't know whether or not they've ever been up there. That's what I, one question is, how did it go by this long, five years? It was never brought to. I mean, I go all over the city, I'm at large, but I've never seen anything uh, come before us before about this property. Uh, I would think, I, I, just a question to the Ward Alderman, uh, Councilman Dobes, how long have you been, a, about five years or something? Years. Uh, were you aware of this before? I'm just yes, yes. I can, I can give you a list of hundreds of emails. Oh, I'm sorry, the chairman. I, I can provide a oh, list okay, of uh, maybe a hundred emails or so for over the last three, four years regarding this property. Uh, I, I have filed an order maybe two years ago on this property. Um, I know that the fire department was called to this property at least twice for fires. 
Um, I don't, I don't know if they were cited or not. I'm not sure where this stands. I, like I said in my email to the to the chairman that he read before, I was under the impression that this was already a problem property in the law department. So I'm not sure what what happened. Okay, thank you. Uh, saying that, I understand, and uh, in my opinion, the building department, health department, should just go out there and shut it right down. Period. I mean, it's in every violation you can imagine. We've approved membranes all over the city, and I've never seen a major problem over this. I'm not saying there was never one, but uh, looking at these pictures and the complaints of the neighborhoods, I certainly sympathize with them. I wouldn't want a junkyard in my backyard. Uh, maybe it's cleaned up. I don't know. He left us, so he can't tell me whether or not he cleaned it up or not. I don't know that. But when you put one of these up, you got to have a permit. How did it get by that process? I don't know. I don't have that answer. I wish I did. Usually they have to go to, I think the building department applied for a permit and uh, follow the rules like everybody else does. But evidently from these pictures and everything, it appears either on the verge of a junkyard or just they don't care about the way they store stuff on their property. So, you know, this should have never gone this far. This is ridiculous. Five years. How on earth did this ever get that way? Uh, I, I, I'm sure that uh, I believe Councilman Dobez, if he sent all of his emails and somebody in the building department, somebody in the health department should have known about it. And if they don't, then shame on them. Uh, we should get an answer from them. How did this get this? But right now, I would definitely not approve this at all. Okay. Just one more. I don't want to belabor the point, but I'm just going to say, uh, what are we going to do about this? Well, not only particular this this instance, but anywhere else in the city where there's problem properties that are existing. And I'm I'm telling you, I I I've got some in in my ward. And I'm working on it and working on it. I was out at DPW uh, today in regards to the building department in person. And we've got to do something. Mm -hmm. This this is one instance that has come to our attention and it's been it's been uh it's been out there for five years. But it shouldn't take five years to have this type of discussion. This should have been done a long, long time ago. And we're gonna to have to look at why the process of the enforcement of the ordinances is not happening, not only in this particular instance, but in all instances across the city. We've got to start enforcing those ordinances. Said Councilman. Yeah, I'm on. Okay. I think all the councilors have spoken. Uh, any other ones? Fred, Frank. Okay. Okay. All right, folks. Um, I think uh, we're going to have to make a, uh, I'll entertain a motion. Okay, so motion. Motion was to approve the special permit. A yes vote would approve, no vote would not. Okay, all right. Okay, um, I will second that motion so that a yes vote would approve it, yep. a no vote would deny it, yep. correct? And if we deny it, we have to like provide the reasoning. Correct. So the reasonings would be, you know, Correct. resident concerns, well, it would be concerns about using it for a business, even though there's no registered business to that address with a permit, you know. Correct. No, I understand, Councilor. We, so we, we will have we to call have to the cite, vote. We have to cite per our, our special permit, which I gave some to Gary if you're going to use them uh, for reasons, particular reasons. You got to cite 
those reasons, but also some of what are in our rules. And Gary has a couple there that he can cite. He has to cite if, if you guys feel several of those. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, it's under section 275M9 or 9M. There's a list of reasons. If you're going to decline, if you're going to deny the permit, you've got to cite those reasons. You don't have to use every single one of them, but the reasons you gave, like Councilor Lopez is mentioning, they've got to be dovetailed with that. They've got to match those. Can I see that? Sure. sure. Go ahead. So maybe we could. So I'm going to amend my motion uh, okay. to make it a motion to deny so I can immediately just cite the reasons. All right. Okay. I'll second that. Thank you. Motion to deny based on resident concerns that this uh, property is being used to um, conduct business without proper licensure, quality of life issues, compatibility with existing uses and other uses permitted by right in the zoning district, potential for creating a nuisance. I'm going to use 2133 when you're writing. Yeah, so you could check those off yep. if you like. Potential sure. for creating a nuisance due to air and water pollution, flood, noise, dust, vibration, lights, or visually offensive structures and accessories. Appearance of building accessory uses and grounds and compatibility with the appearance of the neighborhood. This includes scale, building materials, architectural style, and landscaping. Proposal is not in general harmony with the purpose and intended intent of the zoning ordinance. I think if we probably do four, yeah. four for now, and um, that was four. You know, the first three were not cited from this list; they were just cited based on the feedback. The first, the the neighbor concerns. That's not an actual chapter two seventy five nine M reason. It's just a reason that we're considering as well. But the number two, number three, eleven, and twelve; those four are actually part of chapter two seventy five nine M. So I think we should include all five of those things. All those off. Yep, they're checked off. Okay, check those. Thank you, Councilor so, Oflin. A yes vote will deny it based on those reasons, and a no vote will approve or will will decline my denying. But clear what the vote is going to be. Yes. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Councilor. Through the chair, to our attorney, I understand all those items that Councilor Oflin gave us. I, I agree with them all, but just per se. They just don't have a permit period from the beginning. Isn't that enough to deny them? They never applied for a permit. No. It shouldn't even be no. there in the first place. No. Uh, you've so got to cite, you get, you, all you have to do is cite one of those reasons. You don't have to cite, but as Councilor Lopez said, she thinks at least four, I believe. It's whatever the committee suggests, but based on, there's an application in front of you. It's got to be based on one of those. If you're going to deny it, it's got to be based on one of those you reasons. Just deny That's all I can say. You can add that in yeah. if you'd like, but it's got to well, be. I think they should be put on record. One of the reasons we're denying you is all this, but they should have applied in the beginning for a permit, which that would void everything. They couldn't even put it there. Uh, no, that's, all due respect, that's, I would just suggest using the rate. If you're going to decline it, I would use the. Cite the reasons. Why did, why did it get this far? I mean, we should send a letter to the building department, the health department, to go up there and take care of it, shut it down. We should shut them down. 
Okay, I'm starting to write these up, but we actually need the vote. On yeah, real quick. Yeah. Okay, so um, so the yes vote would deny, yep. and the no vote would allow. Okay, so so Agnes, uh, please call the roll on this. Salicare. Uh, yes to deny. Finia Costello. Yes to deny. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes to deny. Labrie. Yes to deny. Okay, all right. It looks like I'm just going to write these reasons up. Just give me a minute or two. We before the full council on the Thursday, November 9th meeting. This is a special permit application. It was approved. Oh, it's on there. Might be on there. Just wonder if it's on there or not. Be in court though. Yes, yes, yes. They had asked me for it already. Yeah, and I'm, just give me a couple more minutes, guys. I just got to write this up, and then we're going. All set, right? All set. Yeah, I think you Thank can you. go. Yeah, I thank Thanks. you, officer, for your um, your help and your support. Appreciate it. More than fine. Back to the mail.
coming, Fred. Well, I had to write this down because this is a denial. We're almost there, guys. Just bear with us another minute or two, please. I mean, they don't have a choice, right? <laughs> <laughs> More excitement than I would have rather. Get a little out of I don't recall, but okay. So the motion to deny a special permit application for the purpose of construction of a membrane covered structure located at 24 Oakle Court was denied, uh, and we listed neighborhood concerns um, and compatibility with existing uses and other uses permitted by right in the same zoning district. Potential for creating a nuisance due to air and water pollution, flood, noise, dust, vibration, lights, or visually offensive structures and accessories. We also used um, appearance of building accessory uses and grounds, compatibility with the appearance of the neighborhood. This includes scale building materials, architectural style, and landscaping. So it was denied through the full committee, and this will go before the full city council on Thursday the 9th. Right. Okay. Thank you. Item number two out of order. Motion made and seconded to take item number two out of order. Okay. Agnes, can you please call the roll? Ballot here. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Okay. All right. Item number two. All right. And number two, zone change application from business B to residential A for uh, 0.964 acres of property located at 0 Marion Street, parcel ID 0027-00034 for the purpose of construction of a single family homes. The applicant is Partika Partners Limited Partnership, formerly known as Partika Family Real Estate Limited Partnership, Joan Partika, 495 Springfield Street, Chickley, Mass, 01013. Joan, I'm not sure if you want to speak or if John wants to speak, come to the microphone, uh, put your name and address, name and address, and what your proposal is for this, this evening for the record. Thank you. And thanks for waiting. Good evening, counselors. I'm Joan Partika, and I am the a managing partner for Partika Partners LP. And this is my um, husband and manager, John Krasminski, who will speak on behalf of the company. All right, thank you. John, and mention your address too, please, for the record. Uh, 495 Springfield Street in Chicopee. Okay, all right, go hey, ahead, John. Um, this is actually a continuation of uh, development of single family homes uh, that we undertook a while ago on Marion Street 
Um, at the end of Marion Street, we constructed, or a contractor working with us constructed two single family homes. Uh, they were already zoned properly, so we didn't have to go through the process. This property was zoned uh, business, mm -hmm. and uh, in order to build the single family homes, we need the uh, zone change to residential A uh, for the homes. The plan is to build two new homes on two lots on the property, and we are going to keep the third lot uh, for access to a storage garage that we have on Sanford Street, which is parallel uh, to Marion Street. Um, the only thing that would, we would be using it for is, is a driveway to drive vehicles in and out of the garage. Okay, all right. Um, okay, thank you. Okay, have a seat, please. Thanks. Okay. All right, so um, the only other thing I have in terms of documentation in the file is a planning board recommendation. You, you folks can sit. You can sit, sure. Thank you. It's been, a, it's been an interesting long night. So I'm going to read this into the record. Uh, this is the planning board recommendation, zone change, Marion Street, assessor map 27, parcel 3-4, file 23-3005. And I'll read this as follows. Uh, the Chicopee Planning Board held a public hearing on Thursday, September 7th, 2023. Purpose of the hearing was to consider a zone change from business B to residential A for 0.964 acres and parcel 0027-00034 for the purpose of constructing single family houses. The applicant was Partika Partners Limited Partnership. The applicant's address is 495 Springfield Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01013. Uh, the planning board recommended uh, four to nothing, the approval. And that is all I have in the file. Okay, so all right. Uh, any discussion um, on the counselors uh, regarding this? I think this is a great project, um, and uh, it's something that the neighborhood will benefit from. Two single-family homes, mm -hmm. um, and I, uh, I just want to thank the uh, Partikas. Partika family for uh, presenting this um, to us tonight. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Any other counselors before I check on Zoom? Go ahead, Councilor Lopez. Um, yeah, I, I think this is great. We're in a housing shortage, so right. the more properties that want to convert to residential, if it fits for the neighborhood, the more the merrier. So thank you for building this. Um, that'll be two new families or families that'll get to relocate into a home uh, into Chicopee. So I am fully in support of that. All right, thank you. Councilor Bree, did you have a comment? Uh, no, I'm, I'm in favor of this. Uh, it looks like there's uh, mostly residential A property abutting this, and I'm sure our city planner would uh, be delighted that it all uh, is uh, uniform. Okay. Motion to close public right. input. Thank you. You can even do that. Hold on. Yeah, wait. Yeah, we got to close public input. Yes, because I don't think anybody's out there. Does it look like, is there anybody, hold on, on, on Zoom? that uh, is here for public input regarding Marion Street uh, properties. Good, okay, I'll, uh, I'll receive that motion and I will second it, okay? Um, Agnes, can you please call the roll? Valacare? Yes. Pania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigorowski? Libri? Yes. Motion to approve the special permit this evening. Okay, 
All right. I think he has to say something. Well, he can speak on the motion. He's right. Right. I just want yes. To okay. I'll, I'll second yeah, that. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you. I just want to uh, just say I'm, I'm in favor 100%. Uh, as you know, the Partikas have been in Chicopee for a long, long time. They've done many, many things, whether it be donations for their library and that. And they have always uh, been a supporter of Chicopee, and they've uh, loved Chicopee. So they're doing this on behalf of Chicopee, as it was mentioned, to help uh, two new homes being uh developed here for residents. So I'm um, I'm thank them for what they do for the city and uh and I'm gonna approve this too when it comes to the full board. Thank you. Okay, so um oh Gary, did you have your hand up? Oh. Okay. All right. So I believe the motion motion was on the floor to um approve the uh, zone change application and um I will second that. Okay. Agnes um please Balakir? Yes. Pania Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. So. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. I'll hold you first. Thank you. Sorry. And this is a goal before the full board on. Um, right. Right. But uh, I, I, I don't think there's a problem. Okay. Thank All you. right. Thank, thanks for being patient. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a good night. Take care. Thank you. <laughs>
Okay. All right. So the motion was to approve the zone change application from business B, excuse me, to residential A, 0.964 acres of property located at 0 Marion Street. Parcel ID 0027-00034, purpose of construction of single family homes. And the full board here um, approved, and this will go before the full city council on the 9th of November. All right. We're going to take a couple of minutes break here. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, we're going to return to the regular order of business. Okay, let me just get the proper. This one's working. Better. Get into one now. I think we're going back. We're going item. backwards. Item number one. Yeah. Regular order of business. Okay. Boys Club. Yeah. Balakir. Okay. Uh, yes. Cynthia Costello. Yeah. Lopez. Yeah. Zigorowski. Yes. Labrie. Uh, Gary. Yeah. Just say yes. Okay. All right. Great. So we're we're, we're returning to regular order of business. Okay. All right. Well, now we're back with the regular order. <laughs> Item number one. Uh, zone change application from split zone business A dash slash. Residence B to business A for 9,000 square feet located at 580 Meadow Street for the yep. purpose of Boys and Girls Club existing, eliminating a small portion of zoning overlapping and causing a split zone on the site. Applicant, Chickpea Boys and Girls Club, Jason Reed, 580 Meadow Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01013. Anybody here representing Jason? Motion to table this item until the end of the meeting. Okay, I will uh, accept that motion and second it. Right All right. Okay. Um, Agnes, can you please call the roll? Balcare? Yes. Cynthia Costello? Hold on. Oh. Uh, can you just hop on really quick? It's on right. Can, can, you, can, you, can you stop that? I think, I think Councilor Lopez is getting it. Um, yep, just go on. I'll text you the link right now. Um, so we'll just vote no because we're already in the middle of roll call to not table it. I'll just vote no. The rest of us will vote no. It'll, it'll get denied. Okay. All right. So we'll vote. We're in the middle of the roll call. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay. So. Pinia Costello. Lopez. No. Zagorowski. Libri. No. Okay. All right. So it, it's not being tabled. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's pretty cut and dry. We discussed this last time. He just needs to be here to be able to, for us to address it. Right. Right. So is, is he. Yep. He's hopping on right now. So he's on. Yep, he's on. Okay. Okay. Um, Jason, uh, City Councilor George Balakir, we're in the middle of your zone change application. 
can you state your name and your address for the record and what your proposal is for this evening, please? Mr. Reed, can you hear us? I can, just dialed in. Uh, Jason Reed, 49 West Street, Chicopee, uh, representing the Boys and Girls Club, 580 Meadow Street. Okay. And what's your, what's your proposal for this evening, please? Uh, this is a continuation from the last meeting where we had requested a zone change for a parcel of our property to make our entire parcel uh, under one zoning, um, one zoning regulation uh, or requirement. And there were some issues with the application at the last meeting. So we had requested a continuance to this meeting to try and get that straightened out. Okay. And just to verify with you, Mr. Reed, so this is a zone change application from split zone business A Res B to residential A for the 9,000 square feet located at 580 Meadow Street for the purpose of the Boys and Girls Club, which is already existing, eliminating a small portion of zoning overlapping and causing a split zone on the site, correct? I could not have said it better myself. Thank you, Counselor. Okay. All right. Thank you. Well, wasn't, uh, wasn't the issue that there was an error on the application? Yes. with the original application. So has that either been corrected? It has in our files. So in our files, it now says split zone business B to residential A to residential A. And then it went before um, the planning board on August 3rd. And it had already gone to the planning board from a change from A to B. Don't tell me this is filed wrong again. I think it's wrong. Yeah, I think it's wrong. The application was not refiled since the last meeting. Mr. Reed um, had also just indicated to me that he hadn't even received notification that this was being heard. However, uh, Mr. Reed, were you able to? Yeah, he asked for the extension, but he needed to reapply. Mr. Reed, were you able to send in a new application for this with the correction? My understanding at the last meeting is that this was going to be sent to um, City Hall legal to determine what the next steps were going to be. Um, and I have received no further communication from anyone as to what was going to need to happen, if it was going to have to be reposted, uh, republished. So I, I didn't receive any further communication on what was supposed to happen next. Yeah, that, you're, that's correct. That's also my recollection, Mr. Reed. Uh, Mr. Reed, would you, be, uh, would you be agreeable to extend this again? Um, we'd be agreeable to extending it because I think you need some more time to sort this out and to get some communication from City Hall. Are you in agreement with that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay, so can we give you another 30 days? Um, when is the next scheduled? I believe it's uh, is it November 29th, Agnes. Mo motion to... Uh, motion to continue to... Um, November 29th? 29th. Motion to continue to November 29th at, at 6.30 p.m. at City Hall on the fourth floor at 274 Front Street. Okay. Mr. Reed, that means you're going to have to send an email to our city council office again. Uh, the same way you did yours last time was perfectly fine, asking for that extension. And please, if you could take it upon yourself as well, this time to make sure that you reach out to our legal department um, first thing tomorrow morning, just to have some conversations about what needs to happen next. Certainly can. Thank you okay. so much. All right. So I, I, I will second that regarding the motion. All right. To uh, continue to um, November. 29th, uh, 2023 at City Hall, City Chambers, Council Chambers, excuse me, at 6.30, zoning uh, meeting at 274. Motion to close public input first. All right. Motion to uh, 
Is anyone here for public input? Is, is anyone here for public input on Zoom? None in the chambers either. Motion to close no. public input. Okay. Motion to close. I'll, I'll second that. Motion to close public input. Agnes, can you uh, call the roll, please? Alec here. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zigarowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Okay. All right. The now the passes. next motion that's still on the floor because you already seconded it was the one to uh, extend it. So you can just roll call out. Right. So we, can we roll call the motion to continue to November 29th, Agnes, please? Alec here. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zigarowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Reed. You're all set. Just make sure you send that extension email and reach out to the law department tomorrow. Right. Will do. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, all right, so let me just write this in. Okay, write this up and then this is supposed to be going to residence B, yeah. correct? Not right. Right, right. So just like a ring, the same as. Right in there, guys. Okay, thank you. Okay, so the motion was to continue to November 29th, 2023 at City Hall, City Council Chambers at 630 zoning meeting, 274 Front Street. And uh, the committee voted in favor, and this will go before the full city council on Thursday, uh, November 9th. All right. Okay. So it looks like we're item number four. Yes. This is right on. Okay. All right. Um, item number four official permit application. Under Chapter 275-30, Subsection B, for the purpose of installation of a by 10 Conex storage she box for additional it. storage at City's Public Safety Complex located at 110 Church Street. Applicant, City of Chicopee, David Rice, 274 Front Street, Chicopee, Mass., 01013. 
Dave, you're uh, you're up next. Uh, if you can uh, give us your uh, name and your address, and your proposal is for uh, 110 Shirt Street, please. Go ahead, sir. Um, I'm Dave Rice, the Facilities Director, uh, address 25 Groton Street, Springfield, Mass. And I'm proposing to put a uh, storage container at the public safety complex to um, basically it's to store the equipment that's being stored inside in an outside environment. And the Connex box will provide us the space we need to store the equipment and also um, help the police department in getting some items that don't necessarily need to be in the building out of the building to provide them more space within the garage. Okay. All right. Okay, Dave, thanks. Okay, let me just read these reports into uh, the record that are in the file, please. Okay, uh, first one is fire. Uh, has uh, no issues. Uh, second one is Department of Planning and Development. Special permit recommendation for 110 Church Street, uh, Councilor Ballack here. Property zone business A is located within the mill conversion and, and commercial center overlay district. Applicant is looking to install a 20 foot by 10 foot Conex storage container for additional storage at the city's public safety complex. Conex storage box is considered a truck or tractor towed trailer manufactured for the use of hauling or carrying materials over the highways, which is impermissible except with a special permit from city council under section um, chapter 275, section 30B. City council may, however, authorize by special permit the use of the above mentioned equipment for storage by nonprofit organizations charitable institutions or for other such activities as the city council deems appropriate. Said special permit shall govern the particular use of said container or containers and shall detail such other provisions and restriction as the city council deems necessary and appropriate. Planning recommends approval following confirmation that the Conex box's location is consistent with building and fire code requirements. Engineering, no comments. Building has no comments as well. Okay, all right. Anybody here for public, public input? Anybody on Zoom? Public input report regarding 110 Church Street. Okay. Motion to close public input. Okay. Motion to close public input. Right. And we're going to take a vote on that, please. Bella Care. Yes. Tania Costello yes. Lopez yes. Zigarowski yes. Libri. Yes. Okay. Motion public. to approve the special permit application. All right. Uh, I will uh, motion made and second to approve the. Uh, the special permit application. Do you think we should also reference that it's consistent with building the fire code requirements? I mean, we don't need to put that on there. We're just approving. Okay. We only need reasons for we're denying. Okay. All right. And uh, I think this permit would run with the applicant. Okay. So. Um, it's, it's 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 not it's not that expensive. If it was a bigger project, then it should run with the land. Okay, so all right, so we're going to vote on the um, 
The motion to approve the special can I, permit can I ask application. Go ahead, Councillor. Uh, did we send the notices to the butters? I don't mm -hmm. see any butters here. Okay. Right. There's no butters basically there. Okay. All right. We're all set. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, Agnes, could uh, we call the call the roll on this, please? Balakir? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Okay. Passes. So, let me just write this. Uh, motion to approve. And permit to run with the applicant. Hold on, hold on, Yeah, but it should be it should be specific, you know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Don't mix up any papers. Be done momentarily, all right? Night is still young. Well, we did as well as we did, considering I expected. Oh, my wife, nine. So. Yeah, I think nine is realistic. Okay, so the motion. Motion was to approve the special permit application under Chapter 275, Section 30, Subsection B, for the purpose of installation of a 20 by 10 Conex storage box for additional storage. City's public safety complex located at 110 Church Street. Uh, the committee voted in favor of it, and this will go before the full City Council on the 9th. Okay, next. Item number five. Okay, item number five. No, we're yeah, we uh, almost just slightly the different size, different size okay, storage box. Okay, let me just read this guys. Excuse me. Item number five, special permit application under chapter 
75 section 30B for the purpose of installation of a 40 by 10 Connex storage box for additional storage at the city's Department of Public Works located at 115 Baskin Drive. Applicant is the city of Chicopee, David Rice, 274 Front Street, Chicopee, Mass, 0013. Uh, David, can you uh, state again your name and address for the record and um, the purpose uh, of your proposal, please? Go ahead. Yep, it's uh, Dave Rice, Facilities Director for the City of Chicopee, um, home address 25 Groton Street, Springfield, Mass. And it's um, to add a storage container up at DPW uh, for City Hall as we've run out of space here as well. And it'll be in line with okay. the rest of the storage containers already up there. All right. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, I did run into Stan Kulig and... Uh... I was there and I saw the others that were there right in back of the mass pipe. All right, thank you. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, I don't think anybody's here for public input. Anybody on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. I will, I will, uh, motion made and I will second that uh, to close public input. Agnes, can you please? Uh, Alec here. Yes. Pinia Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Motion to approve. Motion to approve uh, the storage box um, for additional storage located 115 Basket Drive, and I will second that. Okay, Agnes, can you uh, call the roll on that, please? Alec here. Yes. Pinia Costello yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. The motion passes, and this will also uh, run with the applicant. Let's write this up. Where's Chris Shane? Is he working? Yeah, I'm Gary.
Page, the motion was made to approve the special permit application under 275, section 30, subsection storage box for additional storage at the city's Department of Public Works Five permit to run with the land. Voted, full committee voted in favor. And this goes before the full So, uh, November. Thank you. Okay, item number six, ordinance amendment chapter 275, section 66, Burnett Road, and new language to 275-66B, or transportation impact assessment or any other such report whose official name may be changed by the Massachusetts Department of Transportation. Full text available in the City Council Office. Michael Flam at large. And Councilor William Corshane, Ward 7. City Council Office, 274 Street, Chickie, Mass. Do have one. We don't have to read it. We're doing it to the call. We're going to. Okay, all right. There's no public input? There's no public input, I believe, on this. Is there anyone on Zoom for public, public input? input? Okay. Someone on SIR. Right, okay. right. Anybody here for public input regarding the ordinance amendment regarding Burnett Road? Motion to close public input. Okay, uh, motion made, and I'll, I'll second it. Okay. Agnes, can you uh, call the roll, please? Balakir? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Okay. All right. A motion made, and I will second that. All right. Nobody? Roll call, please. Nobody? Okay. Balakir? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. Libri? Yes. All right. So just motion. Motion postponed to the call of chair. Here's what have we done in a couple of oh. is it? Okay, the motion was to uh, postpone to the call of chair. Committee voted in favor of it. This goes uh, before the full council. Uh, 
seven. Okay, item number seven, ordinance amendment chapter 275-50 regarding signs, delete 75-50BF, delete. In quotes, duration of placement, full text available in the city council office, applicant, Councilor William Corshane, Ward 7, city council office, 274 Front Street, Chickabee, Mass, 0013. No one for public input here. Is there anyone for public input on Zoom? Right, is anybody here for public input on Zoom? Motion to close public input. Okay, right, motion made and seconded to close public input. Right, um, please call. Uh, the roll, please. Alec here. Yes. Pinea Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Sigurowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Okay. Motion made and seconded to postpone to the call of the chair. All right. Um, please. Alec here. Yes. Pinea Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Sigurowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. Anything for we're at a spectacular now. Celtics, I think, are opening. Four o'clock, right? Are we doing anything? We do hot dogs once. Hot dogs. We have fun. Yeah. Turn off. I'm going. We'll have fun again. Four o'clock. Because it's just a call. Yeah. But, but you have to postpone to a date certain, like you did date the others. Certain. Well, we don't have a date certain for this one. So we're not putting on in November? Mm -hmm. Okay. Does kill it. They can just refile it if they want it. This is not, there's no letter that you're notifying. This is an ordinance. Right, these, these are, this is an ordinance amendment. Yeah, ordinance any amendments. ordinance amendment to Chapter 275 needs a legal ad. Add if we need to. I would just do that because I don't think Frank shed light as they to didn't. potential so, date. So they're lucky we didn't just kill him on the spot. Sorry, <laughs> no. oh. Gary. Yeah. Are you? I'm sorry. I did. I okay. Yeah, that's right. Because I was thinking. Well, we'll just just go with this for now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Motion made to postpone. Is it easy enough for us to just amend motion to the call of the chair on the next meeting? Like if we just add to November 
if it's not that easy, then we're killing it right now. Like it's one or the other. You'd have to reopen item and the agenda yeah, items six and it. seven, and then motion to. Uh, send you an email asking for their item to be postponed or we have we can effectively do it on the floor because it's a counselor well book you know Councillor Crashane and Councillor uh Flam can send us emails that's easy it's okay. just I don't know what Councillor Flam and Councillor Crashane's intentions were whether they wanted to just I, let I this die or let's leave it this way postpone to the college chair if they want it again they'll refile okay well that's up they didn't give us a specific date yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. If they want it again, they'll file it again. Okay. Okay, that's up. That's your discretion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's put it die. Well, it will die at the end of the year. I think that's their intention. The, the, okay, if that was their intention, it's fine. The, the, basically, the, the, the minute the new session is gaveled in, everything from the past year, the past session yeah. dies, past okay. two years. All right, then fine. So again, the motion was made to postpone to the culinary chair. Yep. Uh, voted. Just a couple for Next one. Great. Okay, ordinance. Um, Amendment Chapter 275-51, Motor Vehicle Repair and Storage. I'll delete language from Chapter 275-51D. Delete um, or inoperable, excuse me, or not currently registered or with a current state inspection sticker. Full text available in the City Council office. Applicant Councilor William Corshane, Ward 7. City Council Office, 274 Front Street, Chickpea, Mass, 01013. Is there anyone for public input? None here. Anyone on Zoom? Anybody on Zoom for public input? Motion to close public input. All right. Motion made and seconded to close public input. Agnes, can you call? Balak here. Yes. Pinea Costello. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Libri. Yes. Motion to postpone to the call of the chair. Can we make it for the next meeting? I think this was the one they... Item number eight, they want to keep it? Do we uh, know that for sure? Uh, yeah, Frank had said to the next meeting on all of them. They want it again, they can refile it. We're moving on. This is, but he should have stayed and asked for that. Well, so you want to keep it consistent? Yep. Okay. Refile them all. Okay. All right, because I, I didn't, wasn't given any instructions about specificity with yep. the dates. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. Okay. So motion made and, and seconded to postpone to the call of the chair. Yep. All right. Okay, Agnes, uh, can you please call the roll? Balakir. Yes. Pania Costello. Lopez. Yes. Zagorowski. Yes. Labrie. Yes. This also is going to the full council. So on the floor, we could theoretically amend it. And instead of doing it to the call of the chair, just postpone it to the next date if that's what they want, prefer. Body. Mm -hmm. Probably could with the parliamentary rules. Mm -hmm. Yep, there's a way to do it. Motion to approve the meeting minutes of September 27th. Oh, wait, you're not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, please. Let me just finish this. Everybody's going to sign up so we don't lose any paperwork.
Hey, Bob, here you go. Ask you find that paper. Great, thanks for keeping time. So I think everybody was pretty good. I, I, you know that. Well, yeah, but that's why we had the cop. Throw so things at me. Oh, that good. was a smart thing to do. You got my wife's card. I'm gonna walk into my car. He was a policeman, you know. Con you out of another pen? I okay, motion is calling the chair. Hold on, guys. Just give me a minute, please. Vote in favor by the committee. This is going to go before the full council. On. Okay. Item number 10, meeting minutes, September 27th, 2023. Motion to approve the meeting minutes from September 27th, 2023. Motion made and seconded to approve the minutes of September 27th, 2023. Agnes, please call the roll. Bella Care? Yes. Sonia Costello, yes. Lopez, Zagorowski, yes. yes. Seconded to adjourn. Um, Agnes, please call the roll. Salicare? Yes. Sonia Costello, yes. Lopez, yes. Zagorowski, yes. Labrie. Yes. All right. Motion passes. Thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate very your well. help.